You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to this new uh, audio series that I'll be doing for the Wig Hackers podcast, The Dark Side of Wig Hacking, where I will be interviewing other wig hackers to help you break your fears of bringing your business to the next level. So this wig hacker that I am going to be introducing now has been there from day one. On the clubhouse, we have um, bonded a lot through this educational journey that we've been going on, Um, both myself learning and she is learning. So I would like to introduce you all to Kashana. Hey, Danielle. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, I know the title is a little grim, but... That is just to to get you really hooked in because I want to talk about the so- your side of wig hacking and really what um, what is your biggest challenge that you have had from I guess before learning from me and learning my craziness compared to you now in what you. Um, do with your business? Like what is the one like craziest thing that you've ever done? Um, so, <laughs> well, you know, Daniel, one of the craziest thing I've ever done is of course, ventilating in every single hole that there is on the lace. Um, and of course, when I first started out, um, my idea was um, to make everything from scratch, ventilate every single thing from scratch. And I thought the idea was um, you ventilate in every hole and you make it as full as possible and stuff like that. But, um, of course, getting to know you and your method, um, you know, finding you, um, of course, thanks to um, being in um, Maqueda's class, I found you. And your your way from from that day, I was hooked on you. Um, I call myself the official Daniel Stalker um, (laughs) because I wanted to learn your method. And I wanted I was intrigued on the way how you did things Um, because your way looked um, way faster than the way that I was doing it. Um, and one of my concerns and one of the things that I, um, I wrestled with when I was working on this was how in the world am I going to finish a piece if it takes me 10,000 years just to get one done? Like, how am I going to make money doing this? You know, so that has been one of my biggest struggles, um, you know, on this journey of making wigs. I'm passionate about it, but, um, learning your method was like a kind of a light bulb. I would say, and I always say like from the time I met you, it's just been gems upon gems upon gems. And I've actually 
mold me into the wig maker that I am today or wig designer that I am today. Taking all of the tips that you have given us as far as, you know, refunding a wig, um, working smarter, not harder, because I, I mean, I'm still guilty of working um, a little harder. Um, but I am getting out of that. Trust me, um, you know, all the conversations, all the beating, virtual beatings that you give us, um, they are paying off. So don't think that um, because um, we're not there yet. Trust me, everything that you're saying, it is, um, we are receiving it. And in time, everything you will see, um, it will definitely, you see it in action. Because okay. well, I'm not ventilating every hole um, anymore. So let's, let's start with that. <laughs> hey, I'm going to take it. And, and run with it. Um, thank you for all those great comments. That is, that is not the, the point is I really want to, um, I want to go and I, I want to, how long have you been honing your craft in wig making? Like when was the first time you started your journey with wigs? Uh, I have to go back and look, but I want to say, I think it was in 2018, I believe. Um, was the first time um, I got into ventilating. Of course, I've been messing with wigs from before because I'm I'm a natural. I have natural hair, and I got tired and bored of that. Colored it, did all that junk. Just was tired of doing twist outs. I'm looking that same wig going to work. So that's how I even got into wearing wigs. And when um, at that time when I started looking into wigs, there were not these wigs that we have today. Of course, you know um, they were hard to find. Um, full frontal wigs or full lace wigs um, that look natural. So that's where my journey began because I couldn't find something that um, that I felt looked natural. Okay. So you had to create your own, right? Right. It's even, so eventually I, um, I created my, well, looked for the information and knowledge so that I can be able to create my own. And that's where it started in 2018, I think, where I started ventilating. I learned that skill and fell in love with it. Mm. Okay. So I know because I know you, I think I can, I can poke a little bit. Um, why do you put so much feeling into your pricing? Yeah. So um, I'm going to chalk it up to two things. I'm a woman, so we are emotional creatures and I am very emotional and have a lot of empathy for people. And I think I think about people so much um, that I take my own feelings and I, I, I guess I create that own perception of, hey, um, they won't be able to. So one of my big challenges is I've been working on this for this long, but when people ask me the price of my wigs, um, I tend to kind of go into a shell or I tend to kind of talk around that pricing because I'm not comfortable with telling people the price, not because I don't feel like it's worth it, but because people don't understand all this, the work that goes behind of it and that unique skill that it comes with. Because if you're seeing a bunch of side bang wigs on just being manufactured just like that, you're going to think that it doesn't take much for something that looks um, that is custom made for you. So that is one of my challenges is telling people the price of what it's worth. You know, I, that's my biggest chance. So I just don't. How, okay, so how can we, what are some things that we can do that can, because uh, I'm, I'm hearing education, right? That's the one thing that our clients are not educated in what it takes to build a wig. And, you know, I know you know this, that wig making is not a spectator sport. We sit in our studios and we ventilate or find our corner and we ventilate away. So how are we going to tell our 
our clients what we actually are doing. Like, how can we, how can we do that? I mean, that's, that's the one thing that I was lacking. And I think you kind of brought it to the forefront for me was um, share the process of what I'm doing. Because most of the time when I do share stuff um, on social media is basically kind of like the end end product or just a little piece, but not per se, like, for example, like I'm reconstructing a whole wig right now, you know, um, and that it would be good for that client to kind of see that whole process of what it, um, it entails to kind of create that vision that she thinks is just, you know, putting a, a frontal on a, a wig that she had before and then also just design a, um, the hairline for her. So I think kind of showing the customers a process, a continuing, I think that would kind of um, speak for itself as far as the pricing. And that would make me a little bit more comfortable because me just even filming the process of this, I'm like kind of being at myself in the back of my head, like, am I crazy or something? Like, um, I've been doing this and I've never really kind of like videotaped the process so I can see like, hey, you know, I spend this amount of time doing this. I mean, just watching you, when was it? We were, I think we were FaceTiming yesterday and I'm just watching the process of, of you take apart a wig. You took out almost every part of the wig. And I'm, I am going to throw some numbers out there and you got a frontal from the client. Totally fine. They supply their own hair. Awesome. Wonderful. This frontal is like a bed sheet, mind you. And then she cuts, she, she cuts it off, cuts off the old one. She's sewing down the other one. I'm like, oh, cool. So you're almost done. Oh no. She's going to nair out two fingers of the hairline and a center part five inches of a center part then she's gonna ventilate that in so i'm like oh wow this must be a great project this project woo! this project is gonna like cover her expenses for the month and what did you tell me how much um how much are you charging her for this so I'm going to be charging her $500 for this process. And I'm going to explain to you guys why I came up with that idea. I know it's, it's really um, below the um, below the threshold that I should be charging. $100. Or <laughs> ventilation. So I'm going to tell you what my theory was. And of course, I'm going to tell you guys why I, I thought about $500. This is an uh, avid um, wig wearer who actually has a bunch of wigs that always wear her wigs um, fixed and repair. So, of course, let's go back to my emotional part of me, thinking about that, hey, you know, she's going to have all these wigs um, that I have to work on. Let me try to give her, like, a deal, a special deal for her because she's a consistent client. But at the same time, um, what I've actually been really doing, it's kind of been, like, really free to her because the amount of time that I take to, to on her work, I mean, it's, I'm not getting paid for it, basically. Um, it's not even like a dollar an hour. It would be like me basically being in jail. I think that, I think that people in jail probably even get paid more than I'm getting paid, basically, for doing this work. If I really... He said that, not me. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and yeah. that's because, you know, it goes back to the beginning part of the customer not understanding all that it takes um, to get it to look like how it looks for her. You know, she just see the final end product. So I will tell anyone out there, um, you're, if you're scared about your pricing and telling people your pricing, just document it, 
document and videotape it and put it out on your social media so that your customers or the people who are looking at your work can actually see all the work that it entails. So when you do tell them the price, they won't hit you up with um, either Casper or, I mean, it's okay if they hit you up with Casper or um, tell you, um, let me know when you're going to have a sale. Right. So so that's a whole different topic that I'm going, I'm I'm making notes as we do this, you know, um, Casper. So, but I want to go over like what you actually have put into your business okay so about how much of and I don't even have I say education I want to say education but from when you started in 2018 the market for wig education is not um very accessible We'll just, you, you, you know, so that time to find these people to teach you, you know, about how much have you spent in your education? I would say I spent about over 20,000 um, because again, I, I live in the Virgin Islands. So um, of course, anything that I had to attend, I had to, um, I had to travel off island and of course incur expenses. So I would say um, a roughly um, minimum 20,000 in all. So, and that's just education. That's just getting the, if it's the book, if it's the course, if it's the video, whatever that is. And then from there, you have to go and learn the skill. Um, so then about how much equipment did you buy in this journey now in this, like, you know, wig blocks, the table, the light. Yeah, I would say, I would say I spent a good <laughs> 10, I'll say 10. Um, if it comes into all the supplies, wig blocks, wig stands. Yeah. Um, I do have a Rolls um wig stand that. Just I have kind of invested. Yeah, it's a Rolls Royce. Okay, how much hair do you have on, on hand? Um, give or take, probably about. I would say about 3000 probably about that. Okay. And, and then supply. So this is stuff that like when you make a wig, it is going to go away. So it's an expendable. So, you know, lace, all of that, like just estimates. So we'll say about, um, about 2,500 in, in yeah. supplies. Well, yeah. you know, I don't this know. How to, so, so huh? 20, 30, 31, like, okay. So basically 33,000 for just where you are to date on education, equipment, hair, supplies, yada, yada, yada. Now, how long have you seriously been honing your craft? Because I know you've been doing it for, you know, since 2018, but when, when you're like, no, I'm going to do this. Um, to tell you the truth, Daniel, I'm a perfectionist. So I've been serious from the, from the day that I, that I started learning this skill, just because I wanted to learn this skill. So it wasn't like, I just put up on it. I kind of did a research, found out what it was. And then, um, I was determined even before I went to my first class, I was on YouTube looking and trying to learn, um, how to do it before I got there so that I could be able to maximize the time while I was at the course. So, um, definitely I would say from 2018 I have been trying like different projects um for myself to see how long it takes me see if this is something that I can do 
Um, and I, it always goes back to um, the amount of time I take and the amount of money that I'm charging for that product. So that has always been my roadblock throughout my journey. Okay. Oh my gosh. So, and your, your work is amazing. Let's just go over that first, you know, so I know this is more than just saying a number um, because I know people do get ghosted. They get, you know, cause they don't understand the true meaning of what we do. Um, and with this experience that you have, $500 is not the place to start. All right. But you knew, you know, this, you know, this is nothing new to you. I know you're, you're coming on to this podcast because I want you to um, tell your story as to like your hangups, your, the dark side. Cause yes, in my world, like when you listen to me talk and all the things and the numbers and all the things that I say, you know, I know people can get a little like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And like, you know, I'm going to say you drink the Kool-Aid and I want you to, my, my goal has kind of shifted now to, I want you to flourish and blossom and create your own business. So I want to get in your brain and see where you are um, and what your holdups are, because some are, are my holdups are not the same. Obviously mine are not, <laughs> not that, um, but I do, I want you to like, really like, cause I've noticed it's always coming down to almost self-sabotage when you come down to that time with the client, you know, and I, I don't understand why, you know, cause, cause your work is exceptional, you know. So, you know, sometimes I say too, is the challenge of, um, you know, you guys always talk about um, what your ideal customer is and, you know, to envision that ideal customer. And some of the times, um, I think some of the people that see my work and inquire about it, they're not necessarily um, the person that I envision mm-hmm. or ideal customer because um, there might be people that um, like to see nice things, but they don't want to invest in nice things. Like there's, um, there's a bootleg of everything out there, you know? So I think I sometimes attract the people who are more attracted to the bootleg versions of things instead of the authentic. And I, and I mean that in the most humblest way, um, instead of the authentic version of things. So for me, I'm like, um, I won't have a bootleg of anything. I won't buy a bootleg if I can't afford the real thing, but I just won't have the real thing. Right. Or I just have something that has no name on it. So I think I get in, I get to those people that see that nice thing and they just want to, boot, they like the bootleg version and don't want to invest in that price. So what I'm working on, and I think one of the things that is going to help me is actually putting out what I'm actually doing instead of just showing the end product of what yeah. I do. Um, I think that will be very beneficial, not just, and this is twofold, right? Not just for your client, but for you. Like, <laughs> Like I, you also had me rattling off in your ear, like you're doing what you're doing, what, and you're doing what. And I know alone, if you are alone and you are getting this client who has said, oh, I need this. I need an extra bundle. I need this, put a new, and it's a list of services that they just kind of barfed at you. And then you get it and you're alone in your studio doing the thing. Like that's time. 
Um, so one thing I do want you and other people to do is write down your service menu. Because I think we get, especially new people who are... So, Danielle, let me get you the little secret about that. So I did have a service menu that I created, but I went against my own service menu. So yeah, I started challenging my own prices that I had at my service menu. So, But I'm going to do it over. It's not even do over. It's just updating them to where you are at now. Because don't right. think you're doing it over. Like our just life in general it's a learning experience every step is a new learning thing so each client that we're doing for less than value it's either hurting our soul each stitch we're putting in that wig and how how what they're stealing from us and where you say we're never going to do it again until next month when they give us another one. So how are you going to, I want to say level up. How are you actually going to level up by having these prices and these services? Because some services you should not be doing. Kashana, you right. should not be doing a you should not be taking a 13 by or 13 by four close uh, frontal and redoing a wig that is above your skill set. Yeah. So I'm glad you just said that because um, one of the things that I plan to do uh, when I give this um, unit back to the, the client is actually um, tell her about the services that I do provide um, and the pricing. And if it doesn't fall if, if what she's um, looking for doesn't fall in my services, then um, we won't be doing business anymore because um, it just wouldn't be feasible for me moving forward. Because um, just even talking to you, Danielle, like one of the things that have been training me is just even dealing with that process of me knowing that I'm working on something that is not even, um, it just gives me, it gives me the, um, the, the gratitude of knowing, hey, I created something pretty, but doesn't give me that fulfillment of, of being rewarded for what I have done, what I have created. Okay. I, I, you are a very sensitive artist. <laughs> a very We are all, we are the most sensitive of sensitive. You know, uh, you, me, I'm Mr. Sensitive. I cry all the time. Um, but I think we have to come to a point where we are not a charity. And what you're doing, yes, you're doing the God's work, but you don't have the God's church to reinvest in that. Okay. So either you have to open up a 401c3 to be a nonprofit so that this is or you're going to have to charge a business. And I think what we're, for, we're, we are doing as artists, we forget that the business comes first. The business, whatever business it is, whatever, whatever you want to call it, like, you know, whatever business that comes first, we are here supporting that business so that we can get money to keep that business going. Say you had like nine other employees. It does not matter that Sally Luhu over here is not up to speed with her ventilating because, because at the end of the day, the business is going to suffer. You know, um, I was listening to um, 
oh, Alex something or other. And he was talking about how the business has to keep going. So our goals need to be business oriented. Mm-hmm. All of the things we do need to be for the business. I know you're still trying to, to do ventilating because that's what you love. But at the end of the day, you need to pay the bills. Um, I know this is your side hustle too. So I know a lot of people are in that same situation that this is your side hustle, but to be honest, yeah, but I don't want to, I don't, even though it's the side hustle, Daniel, I don't want to think of it as a side hustle. Like in my head, it's not my side hustle. You know, that's just what it is, but that's not, that's not how I look at it. You know, and you're right. In some instances I do, because I wouldn't charge $500 if it wasn't my side hustle, if I needed to eat. I wouldn't be charging $500. So you do have a point. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I don't want you to not love what you do either. Cause I know there are some things in the business that we are not going to do. Like we're not, we don't love the whole part of it. Right. And you only want to do the, the fun things. And that, that, that's not, that's not business. That's called arts and crafts. Okay. <laughs> and okay. What you've done with this, because I only want you to do one wig. So I'm assuming this is what you do. This is the pattern you go down. I know you have over $10,000 of hair on the floor, somewhere in a drawer that are waiting for a photo shoot to happen so you can promote what you're doing. Yet you are taking on a total refurbish. It is like someone going to a mechanic and giving them a hijacked car with no wheels and no engine and say, make it good. Here's 50 bucks. So this is the business. And I want you to, to really please think about the business end. Don't forget that part unless you do like doing things for free, you know, and I get it. There are times that you need to, but this is not the time. No, that is Okay, this is not the time. I don't know who anointed you wig helper of the universe, but this is helper not- of the universe. Just call me helper of the universe. Yeah, I have a lot of wigs. I will send your way so you can do them for nickels on the dime. Okay. <laughs> just let me do like just let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> now I we went over a lot. We went over a ton. And also, this is like also a little preemptive. We did have a whole day yesterday of of me grilling you for filth (laughs) as you were working on this wig. And yes, they always do come out beautiful. So remember that. Remember that. Because I think I stopped you in the middle of you ventilating, adding more hair in a section. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you going back? Because you did not want to do the job you were hired to do because you hate that job. You would rather go back in between hairs in a wig and put more hair than do the $400 job, $500 job that your business needed to do. Daniel, it is, that is so crazy because I, um, I'm not kidding you. If you didn't tell me any, if you didn't say anything yesterday, I totally put that to the back of my, I put that to the back of my brain um, about that, do working on that wig. And yeah, so I'm glad you kind of brought it up so I can get it out of my, get out of my house, get it back to the client. And but, now, kind of- but, but I also want you to learn from this, Bishana. I don't want you to just do it to get it done because you are one of those workhorses. 
get it done, get it done, give it out, take the money, keep it going. I'm holding you to it. This accountability, I'm holding you to it. I did not bring you, I'm not interviewing you and putting you in such, I know you hate doing this. You hate being on camera. You hate showing your face. But I want you not just to share your story, but I want you to learn from it. I, I Talking about this isn't helping me, right? To be honest, this is, this is not helping me. And I, I, I want you to f- thrive. It's and if I can help you thrive, I'm going to be there knocking at your door. Well, I don't know about where I will be FaceTiming you and you'll be ignoring me many of time. Because I'm busy. Uh, yeah, very busy. Busy. I'm going to be on a trip. Yeah, now she's on a trip. I'm going to be on a yacht. Just chilling. Yeah. No yeah. service. Yeah. Four wigs. Uh-huh. Giving out free wigs. Yes. On the yacht. Throwing your wigs in the ocean. So I, and another point I want to make for, for everyone, because there, there's going, there are other wig hackers that I will be talking to about other points. And, but the one that you really bring up to me, you are letting your client dictate your business. You are giving them so much power in your business that it is now time to take it back. Yeah, I agree. And, and that's just educating them. That's educating them. That's bringing them up to that next level to really in, in show them what you do. Yeah. You know, so that's where you have your, your videos on, on any social platform. At this point, you can have a whole thing. Of, this is what, here's the process that is going to be done for you. Let me know. And you can also put this as, well, what service do you need? Remember how I, I have my good old template block, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you even looked at it during this last wig you did. In the what? In this last wig you did, because you said, I'm going to keep this section right here. What section? I'm redo the rest. <laughs> For those that are listening, I have my wig head block, so you should go over <laughs> And watch the video on YouTube. He literally kept basically a four by four inch in the back of the most rattiest wig I've ever seen in my career. And she replaced everything else. Okay, yeah, it's it's narrowed out. That is more than a pinky width. <laughs> it's what? It's what more than a pinky? Let me get my let me get my <laughs> So keep keep this look at she's she has to show me <laughs> and I love it I do and I want you to learn I want you to really I actually took all this this time I think this is a this is the least amount of hair I ever took when I did a nail I am so excited for you because I was because I heard you in my ear while I was putting the nail on. <laughs> I get that a lot actually um okay Kishana, I want you to um what is something that you would tell your younger self during this wig making journey that you've been on? Um, stop trying to be a perfectionist. Um, I think I spent a lot of time trying to be a perfectionist um, at this craft and just in general, just in anything that I do. Um, so I'll definitely tell my younger self, um, stop trying to be a perfectionist and just, just do it. 
just, just like Nike, just do it. Like, just put it out there and um, be more fearless. Hmm. That's it right there. Be more fearless. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, I love it a lot. So um, thank you so much for, for coming on and being like vulnerable to the wig hacker world and other wig hackers and wig enthusiasts and inspirers. Um, Cause I know you have helped inspire, not just me, but other people to do the best they can. And almost everyone out there, if you are on this journey, know that your best perfect wig, no one has the amount of money for it. I so please know that. So, and if there is an issue, they will come back and you'll add more hair into the dang thing. Just make it pretty. Listen to your client and make what they want. Okay, I'm going to stop ranting and raving. So I am going to, um, Kishana, where can people find you? Um, um, you can definitely perfect. find me on, um, on any social media platform. Um, prettier you. Um, prettier underscore you um, and Instagram, or you can just put my name in Kishana tweet and it should come up. Boom. I'm going to put all of this in the description below. So make sure you check her out, everyone. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank um, you, Danielle, for inviting me to the dark, dark side of wigs. I love it. Yes. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for spending your time listening to my podcast. If you learned something or has, this has inspired you, please share it with a friend, write a review. It really does mean the world to me. Don't forget to sign up for the Wig Hackers community so that you can keep your wig making skills sharp and on point to work smarter, not harder. All right, everybody, till next time. Toots for goots. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 